that Trump is right. You let you don't let them perverts go in the the, the, the bathroom. You let they you got a dick. You go in the bathroom that uses the dick. You don't go in the bathroom. It's true. It's what voice is that? I'm trying to do like a Texan, like a Texan redneck. Hello, sweet friends, and welcome to the Vandaltron Curious World podcast. You know, in today's political climate, it seems like everybody wants to be right. And everything moves so fast, you know, and people uh, pass along articles without reading them. And people try to compartmentalize their political views and memes or little hashtags without really delving into what it what it really is. And I think the danger in that is, and moving so fast, is there's not a lot of discourse. It's either you're with me or you're against me. And I think people have such a reaction nowadays when you oppose their political view. It's almost like you're opposing my, my sports team or, um, you know, it becomes very tribal. You know, people get emotionally attached to their politics. Um, you know, whether you're a liberal or conservative or Democrat or Republican, you know, it, in 2017, I, I don't know if these things really make that much of a difference anymore. Um, you know, I, I see, the way I see it is you either close-minded or you're open-minded. Um, you know, with Trump committing all these executive orders... Democrats are now uh, instigating more state regulations, which is kind of really the polar opposite of their traditional party line. Lots of things are changing, and I think uh, the the view of politics, we're on the precipice of, of major change, too. <clears throat> I know a lot of people may not like the changes that are coming, but you know that's kind of that's kind of life. You know, I think you either accept or resist. And again, you know, there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of emotionally charged remarks and reactions on both sides. So we take the election, for instance. You have a lot of people. <clears throat> excuse me. You have a lot of people resist, resisting. I mean, I live in New York City. I feel like there's a protest every day. And to some degree, the people on the extreme far right are kind of like, you know, kind of doing the nanny nanny boo boo, you know. Um, I'm not here to tell you what's right or what's wrong. I'm just encouraging you to have an open mind. And if you listen to this show, I think you are open minded enough to know or at least invite discourse into your into your life. This uh, this podcast was actually uh, is with. My my longtime friend Jason Simons. We were actually um, we actually recorded a different show, which I will release in the near future. But this one kind of sprang up. I actually was secretly recording him, and then and then I said, "Fuck it." Um, we 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 do. It does become pretty inflammatory in terms of we do go after the social justice warriors pretty hard in the beginning, but I I, I truly believe that if you have an open if you disagree with with these political views but if you have an open mind <clears throat> you can at least see 
uh, where we're coming from, uh, you know, and, and this point of view. And if you disagree, as far as I'm concerned, I, it's okay. I, I want that. I, I think we sh- no, we shouldn't agree on everything. So have an open mind. Uh, we we also slip into um, the the uh, pretty deep rabbit hole and a fil- and, and a really, at least for me, an educational uh, discussion about you know North Korea and what we should do. You know, Jason. Jason's really, uh, uh, in my mind, kind of an uh, an expert when it comes to foreign policy and government without being directly involved in in those things. And it was interesting to get his perspective on, you know, what's going to happen in North Korea. Because obviously, anybody you talk to, it's like, oh, well, we should get rid of them. Okay, well, then what? (laughs) What happens if you get rid of them? What happens to the people? So it was interesting for me. Um, so also disclaimer, you know, we were, <laughs> were drinking a lot. So, uh, you know, things get kind of loose and out of hand. But, you know, uh, I, I do think that uh, I think there's a lot of good stuff in there. And like I said, it's pretty, pretty polarizing. I, I, I think, uh, you know, if open your mind, open your heart and, uh, you know, allow some discourse into your life. Um, so sit back, relax, or if you're in your car, turn up your radio. Um, if you're walking around or in the subway station, adjust your earbuds for uh, the Vandotron Curious World podcast episode 108 with Jason Simons, Inflammatory. You want a podcast? Great. So you have some audio on your website that nobody goes to. Yo, you listen to Vandotron's Curious World podcast. This is crazy. Book's been se- that book's been selling for 29 weeks because people are trying to figure this Trump thing out. So automatically, by what he's saying, he's he's putting hillbillies and Trump voters together. Well, I think that seems to be the... Okay, so... <laughs> I went into the office... Of the, and so I, I'm, I'm a football fan, and I like the Patriots. I came in to and the Super Bowl was Sunday and the Patriots won Monday, right? I come in and I, you know, I work for a nonprofit. This guy says, you "No, know, the Trump supporters." <laughs> yeah, and who cares? Well, let's say okay, okay. Let's let's just say that let's just say that they they were for they wanted to re, they wanted to peel back and say like they they advocated slavery or they raped a bunch of women. What I'm watching has nothing to do with politics, all right? I'm a fan of a sports team. There's that. And also, they're not a Trump supporter anymore. What they are is they're, <laughs> that, they're, they're recognizing 
the president of the United States. I think it's kind of weird how even now, you know, toward the end of February, people are still saying the acting president or president elect. No, Obama didn't get that. Yeah. Well, they think he's going to get impeached. This well, little, they, okay, which well, that means that they, they're going to get the demigod anti-homo yeah, uh, czar. No, first of all, they have to know a little bit about how things work. To get impeached, to, to bring impeachment proceedings, it has to go through the House. The House is currently, what is it like? It's like, like 280, 280 uh, uh, Republican and like 150 Democrat. So the chance of that going through the House is, I don't know, about the same as resurrecting Hitler, maybe? Has there been any blowback by, uh, um, what's his name? Was it Booker? What you were telling me about how he voted against the pharmaceutical bill? For about a day or two. And then yeah, they the it. people don't care anymore. Because you know why? They still see the black guy in 2020. So they're willing to put... They're willing like to Allison? Put, yeah, they're, they're, they, they said to themselves, you know what? Yeah, he did this dastardly thing, and I don't agree with him, and they were all over him for a day or so, but the black guy in 2020 is more important. Uh, I guess you could. I guess that's called the Elizabeth Warren effect. Yeah, How, the the uh, woman in twenty twenty. You. I mean, God forbid you you would, you suggest anything that is factually correct about the things that she's done. How much would Democrats be creaming in their pants if the twenty twenty Democratic primary comes down to comes down to Cory Booker, the black man, and and Elizabeth Warren, the woman, who will be like around eighty then, right? No, she'll be seventy three. Oh. But I'm saying... Bernie will be 80, right? Bernie will be 78, yeah. So these people would be thinking, wouldn't this be amazing? Well, hey, it'll be 20, 2008 all over again. It'll be Hillary versus Obama primary. Right. They'll be creaming a black man and a white woman. Wouldn't that be wonderful? Yeah. That's what they're looking at. So who cares that he voted against the pharmaceutical bill? Who cares? They put that aside. We have a black man. Yep. And uh, there will be like assumptions <laughs> across the board, right? <laughs> yeah, I thought that would destroy him, but the fact is he isn't getting, it's not getting any traction that he voted against that. So he probably will be built up. Good for him. Or, or maybe they'll, even though he'll be 80 at that point, John Lewis. I push John Lewis as president. <laughs> I think if you were debating John Lewis, just you just dress up as Shredder. <laughs> you ever hear him talk? Yeah. Yeah. But see, this is I was saying like you think news and technology, everything goes so fast. I mean that that whole stir up with him and Trump just seems like. Because there's so much news out there that it just one thing gets replaced by the next. Also. Did you know there was a, uh, oh, on President's Day, obviously, there was a, an anti-Trump rally. No, it's every week. And then he did something about, you know, the, the tra he, he, he abolished the, the transgender bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This week, was that Wednesday or Thursday? 
It might have even been Tuesday. So there's a rally there for that in, in somewhere in Manhattan. And have you noticed that they're getting less coverage? But you know what's funny? The trans one? Like I was talking about that at work with people. That was a smart move. That was a smart move on Trump's part. Because all the people who are outraged by it, they're not voting for him anyway. That shores up the base. There's a lot of people. Middle America does not like all this gay bathroom shit. Target had the whole, it's corporate policy, you use the bathroom you identify with. They set that as policy. There was a boycott across the Targets in Middle America. They lost a billion dollars in sales because of that boycott. That was a big... Well, you had you, people like perverts getting loopholes, right? right? But I, they, yeah, they're, they're like, they're, it, it, you're bringing... You're, you, you, okay, you say, well, everybody should have the right to use the bathroom they feel comfortable with. Yeah, but you know what? The guy with the beard's going in and with look, checking out the 60-year-old girls in the bathroom, too. Don't forget that. But it's such and, a small population in our society. Now, I'm not saying that just because they're small in number that they don't count, but as a leader, you have to think about the greater good. And, I, you know, I, I guess from a moral standpoint... It's so easy to def defend the, un the, the underserved and, and the, uh, the underdog. But I don't know. It doesn't seem like... I, I don't think that it's that significant of a population where we all need to rearrange our life. It's not a big deal to you. It's not a big deal to me. It's a big deal in middle America. It's a big deal in Texas. It's a big deal in Arizona. It's a big deal in a lot of those states. And you know what they're saying now? They're saying... That Trump, that Trump is right. That Trump is right. You let you don't let them perverts go in the the, the, the bathroom. You let they you got a dick. You go in the bathroom that uses the dick. You don't go in the bathroom. It's true. It's what voice is that? I'm trying to do like a Texan, like a te Texan redneck. But what I'm saying is, that was a good that that what that move. Had nothing to do. I, I don't think he even gives. I think Trump doesn't give two shits about the issue because he said he told Jenner that he could use his bath. He could use whatever bathroom you feel like. Oh, did you hear what he did? Yeah, he got mad about or it. Or she, got, or yeah, it, or them, yeah. or whatever. But it doesn't matter. That was a political move to shore up the base. That's millions of people across America, Christian, the Christian right, that are offended by this. And I'm telling you, you can people can say, oh, they're a joke. No, they're not a joke. Target lost a billion dollars because those people boycotted their stores. There's targets in the middle parts of the country that are suffering because people won't shop there. So Does that mean we're gonna get a a a, a song by uh, from Bruce Springsteen? Oh yeah. Well, if he was mad about North Carolina, because remember North Carolina was the first state to say this this bill doesn't this, this bill doesn't apply to us. So then Springsteen said, well, I'm never playing there. So now what's he going to do? Is he going to play, not play in the United States? Would you see Springsteen now? I would. I would. I've actually been listening to him more lately since I read it, since I listened to the audiobook version of his, his autobiography. Does he read it? Is that him? He reads it. Oh. And you know what? Yesterday at work, I heard that song, One Step Up, which I haven't heard in years. And I was like, Wow, this is actually is really good. So, yeah, I, I mean, with him, I don't agree with him politically. 
Sure, yeah. I find it's it, good that you can separate. I, mean, I find it annoying that you have this rich guy who's pretend. You know, he's right. you know, another example. That's the whole that. point of art, and, and kind of the antithesis of what I was saying before. Of oh my god, those are Trump supporters. I'm not gonna boycott. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna boycott I, him. You don't agree with him? I, I think it's universal that Axl Rose probably isn't the nicest guy in the world. That's not gonna. That's not gonna. I don't give a shit if like. He's not gonna come into my living room, if I, you know. Right. I mean, it's music, right? So, yeah. and plus, I'm sure there's some people think he's a real sweetheart. Yeah. So you could say that about anybody. I mean, who gives a shit about like? I, look, if it's a singer, if it's an actor, a filmmaker, I I should subscribe to whatever it is they do. I don't really give a fuck about their politics, and they should not give a fuck about voicing their politics because they are not getting an income on, on their political views. Right. Well, that's the problem. The left shuts things down. We're not. We're 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 boycotting this person because he's for Trump. Right. We're, that's it. You're boycotting. I think it was uh, who was that guy that um, on Ruben? What's his name? That is Prager. Prager, who yeah. said he? I mean, he said I've been using the analogy ever since then. Um, I, I think uh, I think Ben and Jerry's pol- politics are pretty ridiculous, but but I like their ice cream. It won't stop me <laughs> yeah. from eating their ice cream. <laughs> exactly. And then the antithesis of that, the Young Turks, publicly publicly uh, 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 protested Chick Fil A, and yeah. people within their office were going to that very same Chick Fil A. Yeah, but they're full of shit. You know, when you ever hear Sank Yungar talk, you can tell the guy's full of shit. You can tell he's full of shit. He was Dan Carlin interviewed him once on his Common Sense podcast. You just tell the guy's full of shit. I think he was on Rogan once or twice. I think he was on once. He's just full of shit. He just got this. And I can't even put my finger on it, but just when he talks, you know he's a phony. But, you know what, that's, that's how they want to do things. I mean, you know, another interesting thing is you know, talking about liberalism. And, and, they, uh, and Dennis Prager brought this up. I know Dave Rubin talks about this a lot, and usually in his intros to his various podcasts. And actually, it was brought up on the, the, the Joe Rogan, either in the Gavin McInnes or the one I listened to this morning. The concept of liberalism in its definitions. Like, right. you have... And, and someone says to me, like like that one roommate, that, that Brian Smith that time, said, oh, you're, we, we're liberals like us. Well, you know what? I guess I do fall in the category of a classical liberal, but most people that are liberals now, they're not classical liberals. What is the... What is the... Liberal is supposed... class. The classical definition liberal is supposed to be open-minded, open to new ideas, mm-hmm. which is the polar opposite of what someone who self-identifies as a liberal now is. That's why you almost have to use the word progressive. Because these liberals, they're not open-minded. You, a liberal is not supposed... In its classical definition, is not supposed to shut down a college speech by saying... Well, even the term progressive... Right? By nature means you're progressing, you're yeah, moving you're, forward. Yeah, and you're, these people aren't. Well, they think they are because, well, we're promoting gay rights and gay rights of the future. We're promoting 
the, the right of a man with a beard to go in the bathroom in the, in, in the ladies' room. I mean, these are these are ideas. These are these are progressive ideas. Have you seen the new one? Like they're they're like the hashtag and like the T-shirts. Like today I'm a Muslim. Well, that's oh, great. Yeah, that's awesome. Like you know, and, and, and again, I'm not trying to be like to do like super quotes, but I've met like so I I've, I've worked with two Muslims and they're super fucking. They're great, right? Don't never talk. You never get into politics. But do you, I don't fucking wear a t-shirt. This is I love Muslims. Who gives a shit? And that, by the way, I, I look. I know what they're trying to do, right? They're trying to be like, I have empathy. I am. I'm sensitive. I am world. I'm. 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 I'm sensitive to the world. Yeah. yeah. But that okay, great. So you you know. Stroke your ego. Uh, that really has nothing to do with, with really anything other than you peacocking right now. Well, it's like those guys, the, the meme with those guy, those gay guys, and they say they have a sign up gays for Islam, and the next shot is this is gay rights in Saudi Arabia. You see the guy, hey, you see the the guy with the shroud dangling the guy by his oh, feet, yeah, ready to sh- drop, sh- him nice the, yeah, drop him off the building. <laughs> I mean, that's nice. You don't want to see people get attacked and all this stuff, but. The truth is, these religions, and I'm talking the fundamental, there's moderate Muslims who are perfectly fine, and I would even say that includes the majority of the people that are Muslim. The problem is, the hardcore sex, they don't like you. They're not going to like you. They don't like any of us. I mean, you have a situation, the, the, what did, what did the, Fre- the French said? The French were the first to really take that attitude. We're bringing, because they had Algeria, they had a whole bunch of Islamist countries under their the French Empire. So when the empire started collapsing, they started taking people in, in the, so that they could give them a better lo- way of life in France rather than live in their own shithole countries. Well, what happens? These people don't like you any better because you took them in. What do they do? They build their own neighborhoods that, that aren't just like in Elmhurst, the Spanish neighborhood here, the Korean neighborhood there, and that, but everyone gets along fine. No, these are Muslim-only Sharia law neighborhoods. These are neighborhoods... They have they a different want... ideology. They have well, different... You know, like you, like... Just because I live in next to you doesn't mean I share your values. Right. Newt Gingrich made a great point once. How dare you? <laughs> I'm here for that asshole. He made a great point once. He said... Western values, what we consider Western values, the freedom of exchange of ideas and all of that stuff, and Sharia law are not compatible. They're just not. I don't, I mean, you, oh, well, we should, we need to understand them. No, they're not going to understand you. We are not compatible well, with Sharia it, it, law. Like in Sweden, there's like a yeah, huge uptick of like, of like of uh, they took of Muslims like capturing women and like torturing well, them in their basement. Here's the thing with Sweden. Sweden's like I, five million people. They took in like three, like four hundred thousand Muslims. Now, if you have five million people and you suddenly take in four hundred thousand Muslims and you do the math, you're 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 taking in a lot of people. That's a lot. So in terms of proportion to your population. And these people, they're not the same as you. They're not, they're not going to assimilate. They don't want to be part of you. 
They don't respect you and they're not going to like you. And you can say, well, we're doing them a big favor. If you want, you can move that closer. I don't know, if it, I don't know how much farther it stretches. But does it stretch? Uh, no. So I've been recording this in case you didn't know. <laughs> oh really? You have it? I mean I don't have to I don't have to post it. I mean I don't know, I think it's fun. I think this conversation would lose you a lot of listeners. It really looks fun. <laughs> I think it would lose a lot of listeners. Ah fuck. Ah shit. Whiskey and politics. <laughs> but yeah, the truth of the matter is, if you, you know, we're not compatible with with Sharia law. We're just not. Doesn't work. Do you think uh, Islam will go through their own enlightenment? They should have already. I know. <laughs> but. I mean, they're still doing things as, as if they did back in Alexander the Great's era. Right. So, maybe that's the issue. Well, look, there are look, there's a lot of Muslim people who aren't that religious, and they're, they're, they're fine. And then there's great people you can meet that are, that are Islam. It's not just Islam itself. But the problem is, the religious ones, they don't, they're not going to like you, and, and that's it. Right, but they're, exactly, because they're going back to... You're an infidel. Well, they're, yeah, I guess even if they did enlightenment, they'd be like, well, fuck you, because the Quran says this, right? I mean, yeah, they work with you because they need you for, the, they need money. That's what, you know, Saudi Arabia, for example. They're ruled by a religious government. They're going to suck up to the United States because they want, they want the, they, you know, they want the, the dollars for their oil and they want the weapons. But, do what do you think they say behind closed doors? You think they're really talking about how wonderful we are behind closed doors? They allowed hadrasas, they allowed those religious schools with that train, the fanatics and some of the terrorists that have hit, that have hit, hit that, that especially even from 9-11, came from the, some of those hadrasas. What is, uh, who of the Middle Eastern countries, who has the best military? Well, there's, best military or most dangerous? There are two different answers to that. Um, uh, I'll say, well, what do you mean by most dangerous then? I'd say Pakistan's pretty fucking dangerous because they've got nukes. <laughs> They're not necessarily the best military, but they got nukes. And they right, so, but, but for, so that's, that's the, like, so their option is zero to, zero to a hundred, right? So either, it's, it's either a hundred or it's zero. Right, yeah, pretty much. Well, how they get? How they get that? We uh, we needed their help as a counterweight to China and the Soviet Union. We didn't want them to fall into the sphere of influence, and we helped them with technology. And they used that technology and had a secret nuclear program, which they weren't supposed to have. Why weren't they punished for that? Because we then need... See, it always comes down to with Pakistan, we need them. 
They play that game of you help us or we go against you. And if we're on the Pakistanis other side... are they're considered, like, backwards people. I mean, I'm saying... This is from, like... Oh. From Muslims that I... Muslim, of course, of course, I know millions of Muslims. Because the Muslim people, I don't know, they're, they're kind of the joke. They're kind of like what Koreans are to Asians. Yeah, but there are, like, 300 million of them. And they can... They now have nukes. They have a lot of nukes. They can do enough damage, radiation damage, to pollute the world over. So if they were invaded, they would just nuke the country? Yeah, it almost happened. I don't know if you remember in 99... See, Pakistan and India hate each other. They hate each other. And there's disputed land between them. And basically, every once in a while, they get into situations where... One will push a little bit against the other, and then they start shooting. And they came, they called it the, the Cargill War. They came very close to going to full-blown war. And because India has a much bigger population and a much bigger army and would win, in the long run, a war with Pakistan, Pakistan has, has nukes. And they would basically, instead of they losing that... But they didn't have a military? They have a military, yes. They would fight, but if but they they would probably they would lose in the end. So the the nukes are their counterweight. And combine nukes with the fact that they believe that they're right because they're with God, and you have a very dangerous situation. Well, so they believe we're going to heaven. Pakistani is a Muslim country, correct? Yes. Senegal is a Muslim country, right? I don't know too much about Senegal. I mean, they're right near there. Yeah, well, they're 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 in that that eastern that that what see there, um, Bangladesh. I think it was we used to be East Pakistan, and it was actually on the other side of India. And they hate Pakistan, right? Bangladesh. Yeah. Well, they they I don't know if they hate them. They're just on the other side of India. They have nothing to do with them now. But they actually were considered part of Pakistan. Years they're ago. they're Muslims of India now, right? Yeah. Well. India's got more Muslims than many Muslim countries have populations. But it's still a fraction of the whole population of India. So India is Muslim, Hindi, and Christian? Yeah. No? But with much bigger numbers in, in Hindi and, and... How big Indians. is India compared to like... Population? No, I mean... Area? Oh, area. It's huge. It's huge. Bigger than the United States? I don't know if it's bigger but it's close yeah it's or maybe it is bigger maybe it is about the same size it's it's huge you'd rather go to india or north korea <laughs> that's a tough answer they're both pretty shitty in different you ways. were the honored guest <laughs> so you got well I, I as long as i bring my own water i guess i'd survive india mm. <laughs> There's a great book called Maximum City. Oh, I remember you telling me about yeah, that. Yeah, it's a really, it's one of my favorite books. And the guy's actually Indian. But he moved to the United States at a young age with his family. So as an American journalist, now by that time he's pushing 40, he goes back and lives in Mumbai for a few years. And he talks about Mumbai from the perspective of almost being an outsider. And he's, he actually gets sick because he's not used to the foods that he normally would have been able to eat if he'd been living there as a native. Dysentery. Yeah. 
but then he adjusts and then he he talks about how crazy I mean it's, it's really it's it's a whole completely different culture it's filthy you know one of the things that I, I've been thinking about uh, would, would be fascinating to, to use um, uh, VR technology is to, vi to visit countries you know to, to I don't think I'll be able to go to all these you know, the countries I want to go to in, in, in my lifetime but it would be nice to kind of you know kind of roam the streets or you know kind of be well did home. you know you did you ever did you ever use uh, Google Maps uh, not you ever use the, the street walker function? No. You can have hours of fun. I do. I, I do. I go to different cities. I put myself in the city and you can walk around. So what do you do? You go to Google and just type in Australia or something? Yeah, you type in the city you want to go to. And it just drops you in an area and you go like in the downtown part and just walk. Or you go in the side, side outer streets and you just literally can walk around. So if you do it on your phone, you just kind of tilt your phone? No. You do it like... Um, you go into Google Maps. Let's do it with an interesting city. Do Johannesburg. Okay. Some cities don't have it. Like, you're not going to go to Pyongyang. I mean, you can get maps in Pyongyang. You can get... Actually, you know what? Do, uh, do Moscow. I've done Moscow. Do uh, St. Petersburg. Okay, I've done that too. I've done quite a few Russians. I've even done done the lesser known Russian cities. Do Kazakhstan. I don't know what's the capital. I, who knows? Actually, let me do like a Siberian city. Let's try Novosibirsk, which is actually a big city. This is in Siberia. Just like that. Is it? Now you can you can press on it. You can spin it around. This is Iberia. Mm-hmm. And it's not what I pictured. This but looks like a. This could be Jackson Heights. That's Novosibirsk. That's like the, the big city in Siberia. Let's go to um, like one of their major shopping areas. Yeah, that looks like they could be, uh, um, I don't know, somewhere near Lefferts Boulevard or something. Now, let's try, you can go to the tower, the, the tower in Moscow, you ever, I forgot the name of the tower, but it's, it's like the third tallest tower in the world. Um, let's see. Where was that?
Hey, in that X Force is Legion in it? The character Legion? Um, you know, I, I, I forgot. I think he might be. I think he. I think he is. How's Dead Man? The Dead Man. Uh... Oh, that's that's good. But you know what I really love is the um, the Green Lantern, Green Arrow. That's one of my favorite comics of it that anyone's done. <laughs> By the Fat Shamer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know they have a Red Lantern now? That's like that he introduced that in the in the comics. I think Hal Jordan is evil again and he's a Red Lantern. No, I did not know that. The ring is like a symbiote. I could be talking out of my ass. The ring is like a symbiote. Uh-huh. And if you remove the ring, then you die. Wow. But but the ring gives you like like Thanos level powers. Oh wow. No, I didn't know that. I guess that's... I don't know. I guess that's fine. Here. Where is this? We're Moscow. Oh. That's not what I pictured Moscow being. Oh. Well, that's north of the downtown. You ever see the um, those videos of like people, you know, the ones that Joe Rogan goes, "Oh shit," you know, like people on a bicycle on like a skyscraper. Oh yeah, I've seen some of that shit. I mean, they have to have videos where people die, right? I'm sure, yeah. They probably fuck up from time to time. <laughs> what, what 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 do you think this ad is that they're bl blurring out? <laughs> Insult Putin and die. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know there's there's a book about that guy he poisoned? Did you know he remember he poisoned that one or? Oh yeah, yeah. Guy wait, which guy? Well, I don't know. There's a few. Guys. Well, yeah, there's a few of them. There was a guy who was a a, a former agent, like a top ranking. Well, it's the, not the KGB. It's the FBI. Well, there's two. There's two public deaths that I'm that I remember. There's one guy that like, yeah, I think he he like he had a heart attack in like Kremlin Square. And remember the guy, like, during the Olympics, he fucked up the opening ceremony? Like, the oh, lights didn't come yeah, on. I know. Yeah, I know. And then two days later, he, died. he fell downstairs and onto, like, six knives. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this guy was in London, and someone gave him a cup yeah. of tea, and he got poisoned. And he remember his hair fell out, and he's like... he's He looked like he turned into, like, the hobgoblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a book all about that. Here's, here it is. Red Square. Wow. Is that Edward Snowden? Yeah. <laughs> so can, can cars go th out in here? No. Yeah. Can't try so that's the equivalent of like Buckingham Palace? Well, that's one of the buildings. There's the Red Square is like a whole bunch of buildings. Well, yeah, it looks like England. How dare you? What? <laughs> Except it's got a different ruler. It, Moscow's tourist friendly, right? Yeah. But you got to be able to pay people off. Yeah. You have to give a lot of bribes. Just give them Billy Joel CD. And you're, you know what you can do? You can go... Did you go to that... There's a huge tower in Tokyo. That's as tall as yeah. the one in Moscow. Did you went there? Yep. I have photos of that. I you can, can show you. Yeah. You can actually go right to the base of it here. What do you mean? 
Like on, on the map, on this map, oh, you can, oh, you can yeah, just yeah. be there and look all around and, and and walk around the neighborhood. Well, in certain sections, there's glass, so you can like stand on. The oh, glass. you went on it. I, I went up. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I went to. I I I, I, I went on. I went around Tokyo doing this. Yeah. So yeah. So what I was saying before. I mean, imagine if you could do that with like the you know, the VR goggles. I mean, that'd be pretty. And then interact with people. Yeah. yeah. That'd be pretty nice. That would be. As well, opposed to just it's going to killing happen. people and and uh, you know porn, <laughs> which is fine too. It's a, or or like uh, Kim Kim Jong Un's father. Remember, he kidnapped a uh, a Japanese actress, and he had her. He 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 kidnapped her, and he had her make movies for him. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, he's a dictator. <laughs> You're supposed to be able to do that. Is she still alive? Yeah, she's older now. I looked that up. I was reading about that actually. He kidnapped her, and he had like his own team of screenwriters make movies, but he would tell them what to put in the movie. <laughs> he had wood, and he had a set. He had a whole studio built that he that was that cost that probably twenty villages didn't have rice for the next the the, the, the next year. So do you? Why, why do you think? Why do you think? Okay, so like. Univer globally, everybody sees Assad as this murderer. But why is Kim Jong Un just considered like a joke? Nobody takes him seriously. He's pretty ruthless with his own people. Here's the problem with North Korea. This is where it gets very interesting. It's a really it's a dilemma that's almost impossible to figure out. It's too big to fail. In other words. You know, you don't like a country, you may want to see the country removed. I mean, I'm sure everybody wishes, including even China, I'm sure everybody wishes you could take North Korea and just shoot it out into space. And let oh, and then what's going to happen to the people? But right? the problem is you're sitting on like 25 million people. Right, they're going to have to and be what's dispersed. And what's going to happen when that whole thing collapses? They're going to go to other countries. They're going to, it's going to become the biggest refugee crisis you've ever seen. It's going to be destabilizing. They're going to they're going to be crossing in, and not only that, you've got, let's say, an army of five hundred thousand crazed fanatics that now don't know what to do with themselves. And how is it going to go out? Is it going is it going to go out peacefully? Is it going to? I mean, this is what we don't know is going to happen. How is North Korea going to go? Look, the way their government model is. They're not going to be sustainable. It's not. It's not a sustainable business model. So it's only a matter of time, is what you're saying. It, yeah. It, whether it's five years, whether it's ten years, whether it's twenty years, something's going to happen there at some point. The problem is that's something nobody wants. Because when it collapses, it may go peacefully, in which case there's still going to be tremendous problems. Or it's going to go violently. And if it goes violently, who knows what's going well, to happen? What would be the linchpin to make, uh, to, to, for that to happen? That he starts t lobbing missiles to South Korea? Yeah, he has, nothing, he, has, he has nothing to... The, let's just say someone in his government turns on him and says, you're not working anymore as our leader. We're going to take you down. And he has a room that we that that has the nuclear codes, and he says, "Okay, boop," and and launches a nuke at, at Tokyo. I mean, 
these are the things Wait, that... Wait, let's play that through. So what happens? Okay, then, then what happens? Well, then you hope that the, the interceptors catch the nuke. Otherwise, you're... We're From where? Be, well, we have... We have uh, we have interceptors. We have technology around. to neutralize a nuclear warhead? With enough... Yeah. We just, okay, we do, and we then do. what? Then what happens? <laughs> well, then we're, we're moving into unknown territory. How do you handle well, I, that? I mean, no, but I'm curious now. How, what would you theorize would happen? Let's say this happens tonight. <laughs> Let's say he lobs... Like he... And these missiles go to choke... So wait, wait, wait. What you just said, that seems very logical, right? That's protocol. I think any, whether it's Trump or whoever, right. I think that's protocol, right? So he, he sends these missiles, oh shit, and then the logical next step if, would be... If we intercept it. First of all, that's... Okay, okay. Uh, okay. Oh, then, then Tokyo gets obliterated. But let's say, God willing, that we... I don't know why I just said that. I've never used that term. Anyway, we intercept those missiles, right? What's the next step? The problem is, I don't know if anybody knows the answer. The Chinese don't seem to have an answer. What do they do? This is this is the country they've been bolstering. Do you invade? Do you be like, hey, man, or no, no. Or do you wipe them out, which would create... A, see, once you get into firing nukes, you're opening up a whole new ball game Because these aren't even Hiroshima, uh, Nagasaki atomic bombs. These are thermonuclear warheads that... that, that, that what is that, the aftermath of... of, of even, something to, even the to interception, I think even the interception creates a radiation issue. Does North Korea get along with China? Yeah, they do, but... Well, let's say he like, sends it, instead of, instead so, of Japan, he sends it to China, who is well, a little, really a little less diplomatic <laughs> than, than Japan. Then China probably invades North Korea. All right, so then what? <laughs> they, they overthrow? Well, he's not going to... Look, whatever he does, he's not going to last long. But that's only the beginning of the problems. Right. So when I'm curious... Okay, so... He's finished quickly. But... But how? That's what I'm curious about. Like, is it Game of Thrones style where they, 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 they impale him on a... Yeah. Spear? Well, there's... There, what, 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 how is it going to end? We don't know. Is, is, is someone within his, within his group going to... Because he's killing off... He killed the, 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 the defense minister last year for falling asleep. He probably deserved... Well, there you go. He deserved it. He had his own brother killed. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a fat fuck. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he's killing people left and right now. Now he's killing people. Now he's feeling really insecure. The guy's fucking nuts. So what well, happens? He didn't have Dennis Rodman. So yeah, but he's not. Dennis Rodman doesn't feel like going and visiting him anymore for some reason. Oh. What happened there that he doesn't feel like visiting him? Uh, good point. I don't know. Good point. <laughs> I mean, did he did he show him his penis and <laughs> pull it out? I mean, but they have an exorbitant. He has access to an exorbitant amount of wealth, right? Yes, but he can also do a lot of damage. That's what I mean. He so he do. knows. Okay, the clock is ticking. I sent these warheads. They neutralized them. Okay, well, I'm on the clock. He has another weapon under his sleeve. He has kidnapped Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <Kidnapped>. <laughs> <laughs> he's, no, he's going to kidnap... Uh, George Lucas? Yeah. <laughs> it's even less less profitable. He has about 20,000 guns, artillery guns. Handguns? Right Who gives no, a no. shit about that? Artillery guns aimed right at Seoul, which is a city of 9 million people. They don't, have a, they don't have a military to help... to. 
They do, but you can't stop him once he once he starts firing those rockets. You can take them out, but they're going to get through and they're going to cause it's going to be a huge okay. humanitarian so disaster. So what if what if uh, what if Kimmy goes? Okay, here's what I'm going to do. Step one, I'm going to send these nukes. Step two, I'm going to obliterate Seoul. I, and I haven't thought about I haven't thought about step three, but it's coming <laughs> because he can at least accomplish those two. Right. He can launch the missiles and he can. He can send out those firearms to and he would kill. He would kill millions of people. Right. Okay, and then what? So then he what would, happens? Well, it, it would be like fighting Mike Tyson. You throw a few punches and you fired everything you've got. Now you've, now you've got nothing left. Yes. Wait, wait, wait. Old, 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 like Mike, yeah, older Mike, Mike Tyson? Yeah, or? 1987 Mike Tyson. You've fired your best shots and now, now, now you're, you're, you're Okay, you're so he, would he take over a soul? Would he just like push, well, push was, through and no, just overtake no. it? He wouldn't win. I mean, if he invaded South Korea, he would not win. Okay, so at this point, he's gone full blown, like completely bonkers. He's launched missiles. He's invading Seoul. You're saying he doesn't have enough firearms, to, another, another enough military might to take over Seoul? No, he would lose. He would throw. He would throw his best shots early, and he would do. Astronomical damage, but he would shoot, he would fire everything he had. He'd be out of it. He'd be exhausted. I didn't realize Seoul had that much of a military. South Korea's got a larger military than North Korea. Oh, but my point here is. Well, he's it, got rabid dogs. It doesn't even matter. At, at a certain point, nobody wants the humanitarian damage. Nobody wants to see a city of ten million people. Who's nobody? Get, well. Most but, but I'm talking. This is what he's doing. So you, he's not rational. But they don't. They, they're trying to do everything they can to keep him from doing this. That's why I, I know. But this is a hypothetical scenario. He's people, done this. That's why and then people, he's done that. It, well, he's done. I mean, he's going to. So be then done. he would just be vaporized. Yeah, he's going to be done quickly. Who? How? Well, SEAL Team Six is going to like sneak in, or or they just no, drop they, bombs they're on gonna, him. They're, they're probably going to then fire nukes. If he if he fires nukes, they're firing nukes. Who? U.S. Why doesn't U.S. say, like, okay, Pakistan, let's see what you got. Let's fire them shits over Pakistan there. Pakistan doesn't mind him. They have no problem with him. Yeah, he but, like, this is one time you can use that shit. Like, <laughs> like make yourself useful, That'll fucking like, dickheads. Fuck you. We're with him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so North Korea would just be a big crater in the in the, in the Yeah, earth. it would just be sand. I mean, it would be glass. It would be a plate of glass. Wow. <laughs> Look, if he attacks, no, I mean, it's universally known that he's 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 not me, stable. Let, let me put it to you this way: he would attack. Let take a very powerful boxer and have them start throwing punches at Rick at Hicks and right. Gracie, and he would gas out. And right? and maybe he would hit Hicks and Gracie and knock Hicks and right. Gracie. There'd back. be some casualties in Seoul. But right? Hicks and Gracie is going to take you down. And finish you okay. quickly, and so, you're going to run out of steam. Is that Seoul, or is that the the other other countries? Well, the U.S. and, and South Korea have an alliance, and the U.S. and and, and the U.S. is not going to sit back and watch because we have troops. Don't forget, we have a military base just below the border. So yeah, but they have to defend Seoul, right? Yes. Are they going to defend Seoul and also invade North Korea? Well, they're going to invade them conventionally. They're going to blow them into kingdom come. <laughs> well, what if he... Uh, I'm sure he... So his part three was that he probably has some sort of like... They're going to send Cobra him Commander to... Escape Pod, right? <laughs> well, they're going to send him to meet his father. 
<laughs> and grandfather, that's what they're going to do. Look, he can do untold damage, but he's not going to last long. That's the point here. Well, but then you have to deal with what's, what comes after that. You know, when you fire nukes, now you've got radiation. Now you've got Fukushima times 50. Right, in the middle of the ocean, right? Because he's firing... Yeah, you, I mean, you, you, it, it, it would be a mess of monstrous proportions. Maybe this is exactly what the world needs. It would bring probably some harmony. <laughs> bring right? everyone together. Right? Yeah. Because that's one, I don't know. I so mean, you get Union Square going, drop, 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 drop. <laughs> then you'd have, uh, I don't know, maybe that's where, like, uh, what the fuck's his name? Oh, the guy from Iran with the safari jacket. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, um, Ahmadinejad? Yeah, maybe he'd be like, hey, he's an asshole, so let's, let's get together and solve this. <laughs> There's no, the problem with North Korea, nobody wants to deal with that problem, so everyone just kicks the can down the road. And that's, so that's, that's why it just lingers on and on and on. Who would, who would that affect the most? Japan and South Korea. Oh. And China. What's interesting, people don't think about, there's a few flash flashpoints all over, going on all over uh, Asia. You've got tensions between Vietnam and China. You've got Taiwan and China. You've got Japan having that debate with the Prime Minister Abe wants to rearm. you got the Philippines where this dude wants to rape everybody and kill yeah, drug he's dealers. Telling, he's actually telling the citizens you can kill a drug dealer in the streets. Hey, you know, you got to stand for something. <laughs> Asia's a big flashpoint. People don't think about that. But there's any number of scenarios that could happen that are real bad. Well, a lot of people don't seem to uh, uh, take into consideration the uh, power take of Africa. You got a lot of shit going on there. Yeah, but that... nobody cares if they kill each other. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a like George Clooney with Rwanda. That's not the... <laughs> They kill each other all the time, so it's like, all right, well, they're killing each other, they're killing each other. I mean, I feel like Boko Haram is, like, worse than ISIS, right? In terms of their brutality? Maybe in terms of their brutality, but they're just... Nobody's that worried. As long as you... Yeah, they kill all their black as long as you, As long as you're not in a boat and you stay away from the Somali coast, you're... Yeah, all right, I'm convinced. Yeah, there's actually no... Yeah, they don't... You know what? People don't realize, but what used to be called Zaire, which is now with the... The, the Congo, I guess they call it now. Zaire, when it had its civil war, it was like two million people killed or something. It was just like, oh, okay. What year was that? That went on in the 90s. Oh. And now they're so unstable, the killing just keeps going on and on and on. Just killing, just killing. What are you so gonna do is about that whole people? region just like, like, like boy soldiers and stuff like that? Yeah, it's just... Killing. And there's not even much point 
because some of these places are so far away from each other. They're just killing each other. Look at the Sudan. They actually, part of it split and became the South Sudan, the newest country in the world, I believe. It's oh. like, it's just that. But that was the aftermath of a really vicious civil war. Just dead bodies everywhere. What is the reli uh, religion down there? They all have their different religions, I'm sure. I'm sure some are Catholic from when the French colonized. They probably have like the their own some tribe tribal gods. But it's a real mess. I mean it's not a you know, I hear about all these people who go to Africa. I, no thank you. You wouldn't go there just to just to check it out? Because you know what? I, I like going if I'm gonna go somewhere I like going knowing I can enjoy myself and relax. I don't want to be in a situation where you're in the middle of the jungle and then all of a sudden you find out that the government of the country has completely collapsed and nobody knows what's going on. And I could see that scenario playing out all over the place down there. Maybe that's for White Gill. Yeah, it could be. But I heard that like the the economy is so bad that like yeah, you can get mugged and it's not you know people mug you and, and you just kinda of roll with it. But not only that, people can mug you and they can shoot. Then they can just shoot you in the head and bury you in the in the jungle, and you're gone. That's it. You're never found again. I mean, it's, yeah, and, and and all the local governments are so corrupt. Yeah. I mean, when one of your pillars of stability is South Africa, you've got problems. Well, South Africa now is better than it was, like, during apartheid, right? I don't know. I've heard the crime is really bad there. So it's bad in a different way or bad in the same way? Well, it's maybe more stable in terms of you're not going to have riots that will bring down the government. <coughs> but just the general day-to-day -day crime is really bad. There's people who live in neighborhoods where the neighborhood just gets together and builds a wall around the neighborhood and builds a security. They have a security entrance and they have armed guys at the entrance to make sure that anyone going into the community is supposed to be going into the community. Wow. You remember, um, what's his name? Uh, 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 Thoreau, uh, the Louis Thoreau. Uh -huh. He had a special on, on Johannesburg. Right, the, when he went security. to the... Uh, yeah, yeah they, they have those security. They, they, people have to live like that. Because it's so bad. Africa is fucked, man. Yeah. Africa is <laughs> It's fucked, I'm telling you. If I were ever to record an album, that would be how I that would be how I introduce my album. No disrespect to anybody in Africa. <laughs> no, it is it, it's it's really bad. I mean everything I read is like instability. You know, I read a book about uh the, the, the Belgian Civil War, the, I mean, the Belgian Congo, the Zaire. And it's just, it, you know, I give the woman credit. I forgot her name who wrote the book. She, she actually went there and journeyed there and knew people. I mean, her life was in danger at any time. Did she was white? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She could have been raped. <laughs> she could have got AIDS. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's, 
it's a real, uh, a real mess. All right. So uh, anyway, as you know, uh, this was a uh, impromptu podcast, and I don't know if this will ever be po- uh, pro- uh, posted. But not if you want listeners. <laughs> we drank a lot of booze and talked a lot of shit, but you know that's the whole point. Anyway, if you're still listening, then you're fucking awesome, and you're uh, uh, you know keep on rocking. And if you live in North Korea, get out. Anyway, Bodhisattva, go out and do good in the world, and. Uh, see you next week if, if, if you still want to listen <laughs>